0: This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together on the ESPN app. Series X Channel 80, and always, always tell that smart speaker of yours to play ESPN Radio. We're going to wait for you because it's all about you in 10 minutes. Safe space is there to make sure that you have a chance to speak your mind and nobody and nothing is going to get in the way. At 888-ESPN, 3776 3, No judgment, no looking down on you, no side-eyed, no looking down on those. It is all about you saying what you got to say. Keep it clean. It's a family show, and you'll get a chance to do that in 10 minutes. At 888 say espn eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. I think it's probably Harry's favorite part of the week, because I think you love, and I love it too, but me, you a little bit more than me, Love hearing people having a chance to be as vulnerable and as open and as transparent as possible. Cause
1: I'm, I'm big on it, Freddie, because a lot of time, especially as men and a lot of our safe space callers are men. And I would recommend a lot of women to call in amen. as well
0: too. Absolutely. Um, or a woman in this case, not but, just a man.
1: Exactly. Like, we keep things in a lot, and that's one of the things I've learned through counseling to be able to express myself and get things off my chest mm-hmm. so they don't build up and lead to other blow ups that I may have.
0: Right, no doubt about it. I just that.
1: think for, for, for anybody calling in, it's the perfect time, man, to just let it loose. Yeah, mm-hmm. let it loose, let it hang.
0: Right, oh boy, you just couldn't stop, just let it loose, you just had to go to let it hang, didn't you? Just couldn't leave it alone, could you? Just Let it cool loose. Just, there we go. Now we're back.
1: <laughs> Save space. You'll get a
0: chance to say whatever's on your mind and be as transparent as you want to be at 888-ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. There was no doubt that at press conferences today in Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes and in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson, both of these quarterbacks were being as transparent as they could be giving nothing but flowers to each other.
2: I don't like competing against him at all. He... <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's a great quarterback. Um, definitely a Hall of Famer. Uh, it's not even a, a no brand. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. I believe it's just two greats, um, up-and-coming greats, just going toe-to-toe, you know, like a heavyweight fight, heavyweight matchup. That's, that's just what I see.
1: It's challenging. The way he's able to just be a competitor and score the football, obviously, and then their entire team. It's a tall task. You got to go out there and play your best football, and if you make any mistakes, it seems like, uh, the game's would go the other way. So uh, uh, we've been able to play in a couple games, not in a few years now. Um, but I've admired watching him from afar and know that uh, it's going to be a great challenge for us every time we go up against him.
0: You know, it's really sad that every time Patrick Mahomes speaks as a Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, our producers, Shannon Penn and Devin Kane, just can't stop laughing, just breaking on his voice that sounds like Kermit the Frog. I'm just here. So sad. I'm
1: here. It is just I'm so here. sad.
0: All three of you guys are so sad.
1: You thought you were <laughs> going to win? I'm here. <laughs> That's terrible. AFC championship game, <laughs> six years in a row. I'm here again. <laughs> again. But, I, but listen, I love the the, re, the relationship between these two and the mutual respect. Absolutely. Uh, but at the same time, I know each one of those guys are saying, hey, I'm trying to put the dagger in the other one because I want to win this football game, and I know that's the next thing. You can have a, a phenomenal re- relationship off of the field and mutual respect for one another but want to kill each other when it comes to the opposing one. I I like that competitiveness. That's what both of these guys have. Mm -hmm. And Lamar Jackson, he hasn't had the opportunity to play Patrick Mahomes on this stage. This is his first one. And for me, I'm going to use the phrase carpe diem, seize the moment, because you don't know. Freddie, actually, you don't know when you're going to get this chance again. We've known Patrick Mahomes to be here the last six years. Yeah. Right, with that six straight AFC Championship game appearances, this is the first one for Lamar. And the reason why I say that it's not not a knock on the Ravens and their organization or Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. it's the quarterback landscape of the AFC Conference. So right. we don't know where we're going to get this matchup again. So if you're Lamar Jackson, you want to take advantage of this situation and embrace it mm-hmm. because a win versus Patrick Mahomes puts you in a category where only two other quarterbacks lie. Right. That's Tom Brady and Joe Burrow. Right. It also gives you an opportunity to have your first Super Bowl appearance on a quest to win the Super Bowl. And then if you're able to do that, you, you put your legacy in a whole nother light because he's going to win a second MVP this season. But you have that Super Bowl champion attached to your resume. Lamar Jackson has to be talked about in a different light from that point on, in my opinion. Yeah,
0: I I may be wrong for saying this, but I don't believe I am. Patrick Mahomes of Kansas City is the only athlete in North America where you can make a reputation or break your reputation. He's the only guy. Because we talk about Joe Burrow a little bit differently, because he's been able to be Patrick Mahomes in the regular season – and in his cage in a championship setting. We've seen how Josh Allen's reputation took another hit. Mm -hmm. Not able to make plays down the stretch. Patrick Mahomes played a cleaner game. He went into the cage to Josh Allen the Buffalo Bills, and we look at him even more differently, even more so because he's 0-3 in playoff games against Patrick Mahomes. That's what's on the line for a guy like Lamar Jackson. Like you mentioned, about to be a two-time MVP. But how much we talk better about Jordan Love when the Green Bay Packers beat the Kansas City Chiefs? How much we don't look the same way Justin Herbert or the Chargers because he's not been able to beat Patrick Mahomes. Poor Tua Law In death of cold weather, he looked awful against the Chiefs defense. Yep. But when you go against a guy like that, he's the only guy right now in American sports where you can make or have your reputation broken. It could be a little. It could be a lot. But it's always something. If you're Lamar Jackson, you win this game at home against Kansas City and that guy who's about to play in his sixth straight conference championship game. He has not known what it's not to be in a conference championship game ever since he got to the National Football League as a starting quarterback. You win that, and you elevate your game, you elevate your name, even more so for a guy who's about to be a two-time MVP. You don't win that, we know it's going to be set on Monday. Man, Lamar's got to find a way to beat that guy. Lamar didn't play well against Patrick Mahomes. Boy, oh boy, Patrick Mahomes has ruined another quarterback at least for a second. That's where you are. That's where we are. And that's where he is when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. When you're that gold standard, you can make your reputation or have your reputation just broken just a little bit, depending on how you play with that guy on the other side in Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City.
1: I add this to everything that you just said, Freddie. If you're Lamar Jackson, you want to win the game. Of course you want to win the game. But if you can embarrass Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs on this stage... Mm-hmm. Like you embarrass the San Francisco 49ers? Mm-hmm. Like you embarrass the Detroit Lions? Mm-hmm. Like you embarrass the Miami Dolphins? Mm-hmm. If you're able to embarrass mm-hmm. the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes on yeah, this stage?
0: Absolutely. Woo! <laughs> that was pretty good. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good.
1: Just because it's just now dawning on me. Of course, Lamar wants to win the game. Mm-hmm. But if you're able to embarrass and win and convince in convincing fashion? Absolutely. That throw a little, that throw a little bit a yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> little bit more grass on everything
0: because even though let's say if your defense can't stop him you got to make sure that the defense of Kansas City does not stop you and believe me both of these defenses are terrific that Ravens defense just a little bit better than Kansas City's you don't have to take my word for it check out Roquan Smith the all-pro linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens he knows they're good he also knows how good they are going to be against a guy like Patrick Mahomes. He
2: puts his pants on just like any any other quarterback. Yes, he's an elite quarterback, but at the end of the day, we're an elite defense, and that's that's our job to stop the opposing offense, and that's what we're, that's our job, play in and play out, and that's what we got to do. We all know he's an elite quarterback. Uh, does everything well. Um, I think
0: personally, uh, just his his ability to be able to read coverages as well as extend uh, plays, extend plays with his legs, uh, and then you know if you're not plastering. Being able to throw it down the field and can hurt you that way. So he's a great quarterback. We all know that, but so are we on defense. The words of Roquan Smith, the Baltimore Ravens, man, we know you good, but we're not we're not bad either. We're pretty good too on the defense of the Baltimore Ravens. Speaking of that game, Laverne of Chicago on the Freddie and Harry Carl line at eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Laverne's got something to say about Chiefs and Baltimore Sunday in Baltimore. Laverne, what you got?
2: Hello guys, how you doing today? We're good, man. Uh, you know that old saying about break glass and emergency? I'm breaking out my Texas Tech Patrick Mahomes jersey out of my glass frame Sunday. Well so you know what it is. I had to break it out yet. I didn't even break it out for Buffalo. So right now it's uh-huh. break glass in case of emergency.
0: That means you're that worried about Lamar Jackson? Yeah, I am. You, you sound. I I La, really, La, actually. verb you sound almost defeated a yeah, little I bit, can, man. We can hear it in your voice, boss. We really do. Well,
1: well, boss, I've been driving an hour and a half in Chicago traffic in rain.
2: So that should tell you from <laughs> the west side, the north side, northwest
0: side, all the way to the south side. And I'm only halfway there. That's why I signed the fee. <laughs> Laverne says not so much about Sunday's game. That's got me worried. It's this oh, afternoon drive traffic in the windy city that's got me feeling that some sort of way.
1: That's why we're in the perfect time slot, Laverne, so y'all can just chime in to Freddie and Harry exactly and check us out. Yeah, three p.m. the seven p.m. Eastern time. Absolutely, and you know the other time zones. Yeah,
0: two to six, one to five. I got. You didn't think I was going to get it either. At, at, at noon to four, hell, so I'm, there. Hell, I'm still lost. over So here. there, noon to four Pacific. <laughs> Don't make me think, Freddie. One to five Mountain. <laughs> Two to six Central. Three to seven Eastern time. When it comes <laughs> to Freddie and Harry. <laughs> I was going to say if for anybody listening, they're wondering what safe space is. Yeah. If you're
2: stuck in traffic and you're mad about it, Absolutely. call in. That's, and that's tell safe. us why. No, that's no, what we safe want. Space right no, there. No,
0: exactly. But and, and you'll get a chance to do that after we tell you about tuning into ESPN Radio on Saturday. We're going to get you ready for Conference Championship Sunday in the NFL playoff preview with the pros. Starts at 4 p.m. Eastern time, one o'clock in the West Coast, two Mountain time, three Central on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app.
3: This is
0: your safe space. Sports therapy, your chance to get it off your chest. Safe space with Freddie and Harry. You could be sitting in traffic, sitting at your desk waiting for the day to be over. Kids driving you nuts, spouse driving you nuts. Either way, now's your time to get it off your chest. Say it long, say it loud, say it proud, say it strong. That's what safe space is all about. At Triple Eight, say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. No judgment. No casting aspersions. It's just about you, you, and y o u involving yourself in that safe space. Eric in New York, kick off the safe space, my friend.
2: How you doing, Freddie and Harry? Good, easy. Okay, man. Great, great to talk to you, up, man. You know, um, I just love this show because you know, you know, sometimes we go through some stuff. You know, uh, family members going through uh, a health. You know um you know episode or something you know something like that was which, which recently and you know sometimes only thing you do I just just listen to y'all on the radio man how are you so damn funny man. you just cracked me up and um you know Freddie you know your, your knowledge and the way you just carry it man um, this show just means so much to me and I just want to thank you all for just letting an ordinary fan you know like me get on and be able to have my opinion respected and I just want to give you a little description of your show. You know, when you go to the liquor store and you want that rare bottle or something, it's not on the shelf; it's locked up uh-huh. kind on of a case. Right. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh yes, yeah. Sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's your show, <laughs> but your sh- but but your show is accessible accessible to the ordinary fan like me. It means so much to me, and I just want to thank y'all for just welcoming me. And, you know, just listen to people like me, and Kelly, and all the truck Driver, and all these people, man. It's just it's just really a great afternoon. So I just want to say thank you all, man. and We're going to keep it going,
1: all right? Man, appreciate that, Eric. And man, I'll be the first way. to let you know, man, I am going to be praying for, you know, yep. your family members that they mm-hmm. uh, have some kind of, you know, great health absolutely right and and keep your entire family in my prayers and it means the world man when y'all listen to us and y'all call in and y'all say stuff like that because we truly want this to be a community yep uh everything that we do
0: yeah we can always fellowship together and root for each other and be strong for each other no matter what somebody's going through whether it's a good time or a bad time whatever it is we're all going to be in this together so you're always always going to be a part of our family no matter what big Allen, california what you got for the safe space
2: Thank you, my brothers. Yes, all things work together for good for those who love God and called according to his purpose. And my purpose is to rant about my son, who I raised to be a Lakers fan. He loves the Lakers. But he's driving me nuts. I said, son, you got to settle down. There's fundamental constructional issues on the team. It may be the end. I mean, LeBron and AD just can't. It's not just them anymore. So he's too optimistic. It's driving me nuts, guys. It's driving- <laughs>
0: well, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with optimism. But, see, Big Al's a lot like me. It's okay to have that realism. Yeah. And when somebody sees sunshine through the rain, they're seeing plenty of – they don't want any rain in their cloud as far as that goes. Big Al, just hang in there. Be there for your son. Your son's going to be there for you. But somehow somehow, that's that's just how it goes. Be, be there for
1: your son, but also – Make sure he understands reality at the same time, too.
0: No doubt about that. Speaking of safe space, Devin kane has got a little safe space. One of our producers. Devin, what you got?
1: Yeah,
2: I just thought of this. Mm-hmm. 7 a.m. this morning. Okay. Someone's car alarm's going off Oof. outside my apartment, right. which is fine. It happens. But what shouldn't happen is it shouldn't be going on for 15 minutes.
0: 15 minutes. Wow. How deep is the sleep of that person?
1: I don't know. Deeper than my sleep. <laughs> Did it interrupt anything that you were doing at that time, or were you asleep, Dev? I was asleep, Harry. Oh, okay. Thanks just for want asking. To make, just want to make sure, man. So that's my
2: safe space today.
1: I got I got one, too. Okay. Never I am it. done with Burger King's ass. I swear well, I am. What's wrong
0: with Burger King? I'm just done. Why? No, there's got to be a reason. What happened?
1: It messed my food up yesterday. I was going to
0: say, it has to be something. You don't have to name the Burger King franchise in the greater Atlanta area but did they not put the right order? Fries in, burger undercooked. Did, did they tell you, you couldn't have it your way? Exactly. <laughs> well, wow, I really? ordered Shannon? it my
1: way, and they didn't give it to me my way. Did you take it back to try to get it your way? My food, my wife's food, my kid's food, oh, all
0: three of us. That's the worst triple play ever.
1: I'm done. Okay.
0: No more. You heard it, Burger King. Wendy's has a new patron, and his name is Harry Douglas. As far as that goes. <laughs> Daniel in Illinois. Hit it up on the safe space at 888 3776 and be heard on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio.
2: Yes, hello, here's the deal. I'm an Ohio State fan, and I would just like to say I miss Urban Meyer. It's not that I don't like Ryan Day. I think he'll get it figured out. I hope he does, I'm praying for him, but
1: it hurt to watch Michigan win a national championship this year. And just to give a warning to Alabama fans, I know you were on top for a while, but it it just hurts after you've been on top when Ohio State won the championship, and then now we're getting our butts kicked by Michigan. It hurts, so that's what I like to grieve out. Daniel, I'm going to give you a little light. I like the transfers that Ohio State are bringing Especially in. Especially
0: that safety freshman All-American from yes, Alabama. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Bill
1: O'Brien, now the offensive coordinator. So Ryan Day can take a lot of things off of his plate. I like the trajectory of yeah. the Ohio State Buckeyes. Now, you still got to go out there and win the games, but I like yeah. the moves that they made this offseason.
0: I hear where he's coming from because you do not want your coach, Ryan Day, to be the John Cooper. To Urban Meyer, Ooh. when Urban Meyer is like the Woody Hayes. John Cooper, 3 and a bowl record. Worst thing about that, 210 and 1 versus Michigan. Ooh. In 1993, 1996, and 1995, each of those seasons, they entered that game undefeated and ranked in the top five. And Michigan beat them in those three years. Ohio State fans do not want to go back to those days. John Cooper's winning percentage, he won 192 games. You ask any Ohio State fan, they don't care. It's that he went 2, 10, and 1 versus those guys, the school from up north. That's why he sounds so sad. Mike in Canada, what you got for the safe space, my friend?
2: I just wanted to say thank you guys for the great show you put on. Uh, I also wanted to say... I'm being from Canada, watching these outdoor games with the snow and everything. Mm -hmm. Absolutely love it. (laughs) Nothing like the Elements. Every game should be played in the Elements. If I got to start my car in the Elements, they should be playing football (laughs) in the Elements.
0: Mike, what part of Canada are you from? Ontario. Oh, there we oh, go. Okay. Like like Toronto, Ontario or just what part of Ontario? Yeah,
2: I'm clo- I'm closer to
0: Ottawa, Ontario. Okay. Uh, Ottawa underrated city. I haven't been there. Uh, Ottawa underrated it's the capital of Canada, underrated city. And okay. also the home of Alex Trebek, the Ooh. longtime host of um, Jeopardy. That was his home. Ottawa, Canada, but Ottawa, fantastic city. I went there a couple about 25 years ago. I did like a whole like Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa kind of trip for like my vacation. By the mm-hmm. way, I went to the Reggae Fest in Toronto. I wish they had that again. <laughs> me and you both. Yeah. <laughs> As I turn my I, I side eye you, me and you both, Freddie. But I tell you what, Ottawa, underrated, underrated city. If you I have on sunglasses, honey. I ain't looking yeah. at nothing. Uh, Christine Lisi smiling. I want to get Christine Lisi in here. The minute I said Ottawa, she kind of perked up with those pretty no, eyes of hers. No, so, no it, she didn't. So, Christine, when I said Ottawa, what, what made you feel that way? No, I've never been to Ottawa, but I thought, oh, my God, that's far. <laughs> we <went> to- <laughs> Says the we Buffalo went to- Bills fan I know but like when Rob and I got married uh-huh. I don't like to fly so yeah. we went to um Toronto, we saw the Yankees play the Blue Jays the, next, okay. the day after we got married, right. and then we drove to Montreal. Montreal's fantastic city. It was awesome. Mm. And then, like, Ottawa, like, you see the signs, like, how much further it is. I'm yeah. like, oh will yeah. pass. Yeah. And then we I, just yeah. circled around and came back to Connecticut. Ottawa's a hike, but it's worth it. Yeah. It really is worth it. Same thing with Calgary, the western part of Canada. Vancouver, too. Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver is a beautiful city. I've never been, but I would love to go to Vancouver. But Ottawa, if you get a chance, even though it's a hike... It's worth the hike when it goes out of it. I can promise you that one. is worth the hike.
1: What's that other fest they, they be having up there in, in Toronto?
0: It was a reggae fest. They don't have that fest anymore.
1: What's another one that they have now?
0: Um, you want to speak on that one? You, I can't remember
1: a, the name of it.
0: Okay. Though. It's not the Cannabis Fest. I don't think they have that no, anymore either. No, not that. It's, the, um, it's oh, the, the Caribbean Fest? Is it Oh, it? like it's like a carnival kind yeah, of Caribbean car- fest. Yeah. yeah. The, the, yeah. That's taken over the reggae fest in Toronto. The Caribbean Fest has been able to kind of be that offshoot to take to take the place of the Reggae Fest.
1: I heard there's, that that's no joke either. It is not. It, it, it might is. not be a place for me and you, Freddie.
0: Well, I know it's not a place for me anymore. But, I can't speak like, for it's I not can't. a place for me and you, Freddie. Okay, look at him. He, he could wait the punk up. He could wait the punk up, knowing how much he likes a good time. And now he doesn't have a good time. My wife's listening.
1: <laughs> All right, she just texted me and told me she's listening to the show. <laughs> not a place for me, or you, Freddie? <laughs>
0: One last one from Ken in Charlotte. Ken, in the safe space on this day, my friend. Hey, Freddie and Harry. Love the show. How are you two? We're good, my brother. Thank you for asking. Hope you're doing well, and you and yours. I am, I am. I'm a Steeler fan, so I'm licking my wounds, but that's not why I call. Here's my question. Whenever we hear the commentary about Tua, there's always a caveat, if he stays healthy, which I understand. Mm -hmm. How come we, the, the, uh, those in the know, don't say the same when Joe Burrow's name comes up because he's missed significant time due to health and injuries also.
1: I'll be honest with you. When Joe Burrow got hurt this last time, I actually brought it up. I really did. But when you win in that standard, we talk about it, the quarterback position, yeah. and his name is Patrick Mahomes, and you're 3-1 and one versus Patrick Mahomes. Yep. People remember you beating Mahomes in the AFC championship game and going to a Super Bowl more so than they remember you being injured and, and hurt.
0: Yeah, I hope Joe is not going to be – there's a basketball player that played in the NBA that would be in the Basketball Hall of Fame if he had never gotten injured so much. His name is Brandon Roy.
1: Uh, yep. When he, he played the for the Portland
0: Trail Blazers. Man, that was a bad son of a you-know-what in the fourth quarter. Anytime that he got that ball in the fourth quarter, he'd be killing people. It didn't matter who you threw up against him, he was going to make a play. His knees never allowed him to have that kind of long career. I'm hoping we're not going to say the same thing about Joe Burrow. Because when he's on the field, man, he is no joke. But I just wonder about injury, and he's maybe too tough for his own good at times. Hanging in the pocket, taking those hits, making those kind of throws. I'm hoping that we're not going to see an NFL version of Brandon Roy when it comes to Joe Burrow. Because when he's on the field, he's elite. When he's not on the field, that Bengals team, they're not a contender in the AFC. They're good, but not potentially great without him on the football field. Man,
1: Freddie, I love my wife so much.
0: Atta Thank boy. you for listening, honey. Atta boy. Keeping you in line. Yep. Way to, way to go, Mrs. Douglas. Yep.
1: I don't <laughs> want to go to that fest.
0: I'm the husband of Mr. Cole, Mrs. Coleman. He's the husband of Mrs. Douglas. No, it's Freddie <laughs> Harry. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN App Series, XM Channel 80, and always a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. So, a second interview, Jim Harbaugh was supposed to have the Atlanta Falcons. It's unclear if that meeting will take place. So, what does that really mean for the coaching vacancy in Atlanta? That's next. The Freddy and Harry Podcast.
3: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Must be 21 plus and president select states. Gambling problem, call one 800 gambler Terms and Conditions Apply. See app for details.
0: It is the Wednesday grewathon known as Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance on Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker. They'll play ESPN radio. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. So get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, R V Boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place, so bundle and save at Progressive.com. So Jim Harbaugh was supposed to have a second interview with the Atlanta Falcons on Thursday. It's unclear that meeting will take place. So what does that mean going forward in their coaching vacancy and trying to fill it with the Atlanta Falcons? Let's bring in Michael Rothstein. Does a great job as an ESPN Atlanta Falcons reporter, also an ESPN radio host. Hit him on Twitter at Mike Rothstein. Mike, I laid it out there. It's unclear that meeting will take place. So what does it mean now for the Atlanta Falcons and their coaching search?
3: Well, I mean, hi guys. Hey, Mike. First of all, What's going on, brother Michael? Hello. Uh, <laughs> the first thing would be this, Freddie. Uh, if it doesn't happen, that probably means that we know where Jim Harbaugh is headed, right? Like that. Mm-hmm. The, the, it starts there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been told by multiple sources multiple times throughout the week that everything, when it comes to scheduling with interviews, is fluid. So. Like there was a report out there that he was supposed to interview today. That was never true. I can tell you that and I, I I wouldn't read too much into it until we see he's either not going to interview in Atlanta period, but that probably means that he has made some sort of decision elsewhere, whether that's going back to Michigan or becoming the head coach of the Chargers. Um, otherwise i don't I think it's just a part of what has become a very comprehensive search for Atlanta. They've already interviewed Bill Belichick twice. They've interviewed Raheem Morris twice. They've interviewed Jero Averro twice. They have other second interview slips out there, including both of Detroit's coordinators, Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn, uh, Anthony Weaver, Baltimore's assistant head coach, Baltimore defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald. They can't even talk to any of those guys until next week. And it's not clear when next week that can happen, because that's going to maybe depend on baltimore and detroit whether they win on sunday and then what the bye week schedule is if they do win so there are so many moving pieces here freddie that uh, it it's a lot to keep track of i have a nice spreadsheet it's very helpful
0: <laughs> <laughs> what you're
3: saying those computer classes with excel growing up really well are done. helping you out now huh? well done uh, you know that 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 Excel class in 10th grade, it might have paid off. (laughs) I know exactly how you feel. I had a a grade 9 through 12.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If if one was good, four years was better? That's what you're telling me? Yep.
3: (laughs) Hey, 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 listen, you know, Harry knows how to do the wrap around the text and the shrink to text. He knows all that. I just know Mm -hmm. how to input things. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) But, but Mike, i got to ask you, there's been
1: a lot of talk about Bill Belichick to the Atlanta Falcons. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where do things stand
3: with Bill Belichick? In the organization, I mean, listen, I, I, I don't get the sense that anything has necessarily changed one way or the other. I, I still am of the belief that Bill Belichick is a candidate for this job. Right. Right. And, and let's be honest, right? Even if, and I'm not, and I have had sources tell me since Saturday that this is quote wide open, and that there's not even necessarily an absolute number one choice at this point. And that they're really happy with the candidate pool. I've had multiple sources that I've talked with tell me this. right? So that's the first part of this. The second part of it is, even if Belichick was absolutely their guy, the earliest they could have made this happen is tonight. Because they had to have a certain number of interviews with diverse candidates to fulfill NFL requirements. But I have been given no indication that that is going to be the case. That there is not something... You know that is imminent. I mean, they are meeting with another candidate right now, okay. as we're talking here on the radio. Uh, so I don't get the sense that this search is over or that they have definitively made a choice of who their next head coach is going to be, or or even entered that entered that heavy negotiating phase. It, it really feels like it's going to be wide open, and I mean, uh, I get the sense this could. Go into next week, or yeah. obviously, depending on who wins next week, uh, or on Sunday, it it could go into February because at wow. that point, say you went identify that you want one of Baltimore, San Francisco, Detroit, like the slips they've put in with Baltimore and Detroit. Let's say one or both are playing next week. Well, they can't hire one of those guys until after the Super Bowl's over. Wow. They can say they want to right. internally and mentally, and but you know they they can't actually hire them. So. It doesn't feel like this is, like, imminently at the end at this point. But to me, I would imagine, you know, if this drags and drags and drags, you know, on and continues going, then, you know, like, I think there are definitely questions about who might be what where. But let's – the other thing, guys, is this. To our knowledge, Bill Belichick is interviewed precisely nowhere else, correct? Exactly. So he might have to also wait. And, and hang out and, and wait for the Falcons to make a decision. And they want to absolutely go through a very detailed process. That much I can tell you for sure.
0: Great stuff. i Michael Rothstein, a FOS friend of the show, ESPN Falcons report, ESP ESPN radio host on Freddie and Harry on ESPN rated with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. If you had told me last week after having two interviews with Bill Belichick that he would have not been the head coach this week, I'd have said, okay, what is Arthur Blank doing? But how surprised are you? that he is not the coach of the Atlanta Falcons, especially with his pedigree in the past and the fact that Arthur Blank is in really realistically a win-now situation with a roster that he believes is a quarterback and a head coach away.
3: If you would ask me, Freddie, if we, was it was Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. Like in head coaching world, every day ends in Y and you never know what day it is. <laughs> um, if you would ask me last Wednesday, I would have agreed with you. I would have, but then I talked to more people. I I got a more sense sense of stuff. I also looked at the reality of the situation, which is after Bill Belichick was done with that interview on Friday, they were still scheduling first interviews. They were scheduling second interviews. They they identified some of those people that they wanted to talk to again. So once they did that – the, and it was very clear it wasn't just like checking boxes, right? Right. Like because they were they wanted to interview Brian Callahan, who's now the Titans' head coach. Like he was on the list and supposed to interview with them later, in or actually I think it might have been initially supposed to be today. Uh, so to me that said they were still going to go through this search, and the reason they interviewed Bill Belichick twice is very simple: there were less than a handful of available attractive candidates that they could sit down with twice early on two of them they have interviewed once all they had interviewed right away once already one was bill belichick the other is jim harbaugh they're uh talking with mike vrabel today and those guys they could have done a second interview with potentially because they're not employed by a team anyone who's employed by a team they could not even do a second interview with until monday so I think they just took advantage of the fact of, hey, Bill Belichick's available. Let's get this done. Let's see what, what it is. And that way we know what that looks like. And listen, Bill Belichick's a 71-year-old man. We all know he's a very serious guy. He might have said, hey, you know what? Let's get both of these things done because let's see where things are. Mm-hmm. Like I, that, that to me is why we saw both of those interviews last week. Because they were getting a sense of, okay, we can do this, and we know we can schedule this, versus trying to maybe fit this in with six other potential second interviews, and that's a scheduling nightmare,
0: guys. Yeah, no doubt about that. Hey, Mike, keep us updated, my friend. Always great to talk with you, hang out with you. Take care, be well, and talk to you soon, my man.
3: Uh, Always listen, I'll send you a copy of my Excel spreadsheet. Freddie, that way next time we're good. Yeah, put
0: put it this way if it's not in the Smithsonian, then at least I can have it as a keepsake. So that'll be a good thing as far as that goes.
3: (laughs) I'll print it out. I'll print (laughs) it out next time in Bristol. I'll give you a copy. (laughs) Sounds good. Thanks, brother.
0: (laughs) Michael Rothstein does a great job as ESPN Falcons reporter and also ESPN radio host. Hit him on Twitter at Mike Rothstein here on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Who would you want? you Falcons to hire Harry Douglas. This is your team. You grew up rooting for them. You played for them for seven years. Who do you want your team to hire?
1: I don't think it's going to happen.
0: Okay, well, tell us. Jim you know Harbaugh. Okay.
1: I, I really don't think it's going to happen because if he's in, you know, Los Angeles and mm-hmm. they don't let him leave and they hire him, so right. boom, there goes my number one candidate. If, okay. if it's not going to be... Jim, I do like Raheem Morris a lot. Yes, you do. Um, He's a guy that understands not only the defensive side of the ball, but he moved over Mm -hmm. in Atlanta and coached the wide receivers and and got a sense of, you know, how offensive minds think as well. So he's well-rounded, a well-rounded coach, and a lot of players in the league respect him at a high, high level. Um, I like Ben Johnson as well, too.
0: Yeah, Ben Johnson's going to get a job, no matter what happens this weekend. He is going to be a head coach, the offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions, but I like to choose Raheem Morris has done a really good job having a chance to revitalize career after things did not work out well the first time with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and he wasn't bad as an interim head coach after that nope. for another organization. So maybe his time has come for a guy that has served his dues and paid his dues extremely well when it comes to Raheem Morris. Look, I know there was a rumored uh, second visit that an interview that Harbaugh was gonna have with Atlanta on mm-hmm. Thursday, but come yeah. on man. Yeah. This is what he really said.
1: I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> he ain't
3: taking a wow. No <laughs>
0: We're <laughs> really Shannon Pen, but I, wow. no lie
1: though. I also kind of wonder how much of you know this interview interview process that Jim mm-hmm. Harbaugh was using as leverage mm-hmm. when it came to the Los Angeles Chargers. Well, you know? th-
0: there's no doubt about that. And, but I will go on this limb when it comes to Jim Harbaugh. They probably made him an offer that he did not want to refuse with the Los Angeles Chargers, and you're probably going to have more power with that organization. Then you were the Atlanta Falcons with Rich McKay still in place as a general manager. Jim Harbaugh wants to make sure if I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down my way because the last time he's in the NFL as a head coach, he didn't have that kind of power structure. And then Trent Baalke wound up pushing him out as a general manager. Jim Harbaugh believes if it's not going to work, I'm going to make sure it's with people that I trust, not someone who I thought I could trust and wanted to push me out the door because he wanted somebody else in and that landed completely badly. With the San Francisco 49ers. That's when it was fine. All said and done. He
1: can miss out on the opportunity to hang with me consistently. That's fine, Jim, well, if yeah. that's what
0: you want. Yeah, but that'll be a failure to compete by Jim Harbaugh. That does mean he's not going to succeed in Los Angeles because he <laughs> doesn't want to <laughs> hang out with you because of Harry Douglas <laughs> down in Atlanta. He is Harry. I'm Freddie. Together on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio with the ESPN app, Serious XM Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. If you visit this zoo in London, England, be prepared to bring earmuffs because of some profane parrots that's next i'm not gonna be here the freddie and harry podcast Give that good life to Jim Harbaugh, part of the Grooveathon on Wednesday, known as Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Sirius Channel 80, and I always tell you smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. He is Harry Douglas, I'm Freddie Coleman, and according to Adam Scheff, the ESPN NFL insider, Jim Harbaugh is now back in the National Football League, leaving Michigan to take on the head coaching job with the Los Angeles Chargers. That's what sources told Adam Scheff, the ESPN NFL insider, not even... Eight minutes ago, less than that to be honest with you. So Harry, I can't even imagine what that contract looks like. <laughs> to me, I guarantee you this is just me spitballing. The floor is fourteen million dollars a year.
1: I wouldn't, I wouldn't say you're wrong because I think he made ten million this year mm-hmm. at Michigan,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I believe they were trying to up it to eleven.
0: Mm-hmm. They backed up the brink truck for him not to leave Michigan.
1: When you look at what. Bill Belichick was making with New England and also Sean Payton, what he's making with the Denver Broncos. And we're talking about a guy that's fresh off a national championship Mm -hmm. with the Michigan Wolverines, but had Mm -hmm. instant success with the San Francisco 49ers. But the trend continues when it comes to Jim Harbaugh. The only place that he's been on the East coast from a coaching perspective has been the Michigan Wolverines. And I'm talking about uh, head coaching wise, he coached in San Diego. He coached with the San Francisco 49ers. He coached um, uh, for Stanford. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's been on or in California for majority of his head coaching career. And it's no different now because he will be in Los Angeles with the Chargers.
0: One of the things about Jim Harbaugh, and if you're Michigan, you knew this was going to be coming at a sooner, a sooner or later, especially when the last couple of years he interviewed for other jobs, but it wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right situation. He is never going to be as much of a commodity this hot like he is right now. You bring Michigan to a national championship. They hadn't won a national championship in over 25 years. Even with all the scrutiny that was around Michigan football, that they will have to deal with, with him being gone. Then the penalties, was, I guarantee we're going to start hearing more and more of that what kind of penalties, what kind of settlement is going to have between Michigan, the Big Ten, and the NCAA. It was the perfect time. It was Pete Carroll-esque. Because remember, Pete Carroll left USC before the posse got to that program involving Reggie Bush and other violations, and he hightailed it to Seattle. where He did not have to deal with that. It's really the same and very similar situation with Jim Harbaugh. Whatever the NCAA is going to decide with Michigan? It's not going to affect him. And the NFL did not care about those kind of things. They're like, look, he won a national championship with all that stuff going around. If he can deal with that and parents and transfer portal and NIL – and we know he can coach in the NFL, and he's got a quarterback in Justin Herbert, so many things are in the right kind of spot for this spot for Jim Harbaugh to leave Michigan to get back in the NFL.
1: You asked me a question a few segments ago, and you asked me, are the Los Angeles Chargers a Super Bowl contending team? And I know I do I do need to see a few more pieces when it comes to their roster, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Already? Because of the instant success that Jim Harbaugh was able to have okay. when he was with the San Francisco 49ers and how I believe in the culture okay. that he's able to bring to an organization okay. or a team, whether it's college. okay.
0: One thing he does that I don't think gets talked about enough, he knows how to bring in the right kind of coaches that can coach players up. Bingo. We've seen it in Michigan, saw it at Stanford, saw it at San Diego, saw it at San Francisco. There may not be a hardball tree, but there are a lot of guys that have learned at his feet that know how to make players better. We saw that in Michigan. Yeah, you can say, well, he got four and five-star guys. He put a lot of guys in the NFL when they weren't doing that before he got there at the University of Michigan.
1: This is the best thing that could have happened to Justin Herbert in his career, in my opinion. Oh, that offense down, yeah. is going to be balanced. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think Jim Hallball, the relationship between him and Justin Herbert is going to be phenomenal as well because history tells us that.
0: Yeah, and Justin Herbert will get something that he has not gotten in the National Football League, a quality coach. Yep. And not a quality control coach, a quality head coach because he has not had that. He has not had that for more than a minute. It may just boggle his mind, Harry. He may say, first, day, first couple of days, OTAs. He'd be, oh, wow, what's going on here? They look like they know what they're doing. That's going to be something that Justin Herbert is going to have at his disposal, and it's only going to make his career go phew, up and not down. Amber and Ian will have more on this involving Jim Harbaugh leaving Michigan to become the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. He's Harry Delix. I'm Freddie Coleman. This has been Freddie and Harry on the mighty ESPN Radio. Take care. God bless. And as always, keep cool. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio.